The League of Legends betting podcast is brought to you by my patrons at patreon.com slash gelati lol. There you can find bonus content like in-depth articles on macro trend analysis and league previews, as well as thoughts on breaking news and the podcast picks before the show is released to platforms. You also get to support your creators more directly. Patreon.com slash gelati lol. That's G-E-L-A-T-I-L-O-L. All right, all right, all right. First day of LEC is in the books. We ended up with a net of minus one units on our single play for today, which was the Heretics money line at minus 148. Like I said in the post yesterday, you know, taking a shot at a off-market number. Yeah, the markets are inefficient on stuff. Doesn't mean it's always going to win and everything. But Heretics got they draft capped themselves and then just got utterly smashed by the upstart uh, Mad Lions running the four new guys. Uh, as far as the other games went today, a lot of the leans were actually right, which is interesting. Uh, that Rogue SK game, Rogue kind of had that awesome draft. Uh, oh no, SK had the awesome draft with the Bard. I had it backwards. I was mixed up. Uh, the bar pick was absolutely tremendous against the Varus Oriana immobile backline. It was a good play on them. Uh, great decision on that. So, like, I think it, Rogue started kind of sending it early in that game, and I think they realized what was going on. So they were like, yeah, we're up against it. So they had to start trying to make some plays, and yeah, they didn't, and that was the end of that. BDS and G2. BDS probably should have won this game, but they ended up throwing it. You know, I think they had like a 2,800-ish gold lead. And kind of bungled this one. Um, they did kind of... I mean, they 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 had enough of a lead with a very, very snowball comp. You're running like Renekton, Nocturne, Akali, like 1-3-1 one, one side lane kind of stuff. And they had a Callista Pike. So they were ahead enough that they actually could team fight or split push and do either. And G2 held it out. G2 played super scaling, really easy to execute. And they just outscaled them and that was the end of it. But I do think BDS kind of bungled that more than G2 won it, if that makes sense. Like, even with the scaling advantage, BDS probably should have won that. So, worth keeping that in mind. Fnatic versus Carmine Corp. You know, pretty back-and-forth game. Could have gone either way. I think the it was interesting flexing the jacks uh, to the jungle to avoid a potential matchup, you know, or to get a decent, a better matchup than the available jungle pool had against Xin Zhao. And then taking away the Gragas was interesting too to like kind of make it make Fnatic off kill off kilter with uh, what they were trying to do. But again, long game, back and forth, could have gone either way, but Fnatic's scaling ended up mattering a lot more and Noah just got really, really big and they couldn't really do much about it. Well Noah and Oscar. Oscar was massive in this game too. So Yeah, almost forgot to mention Bo had a real bow idiot moment in this game, and it reminds me of how frustrating a player he is. Just tremendously talented, but he does some really boneheaded stuff sometimes. And that whole Baron play where he got he got himself he put himself in range to get Cassante ulted out of the pit was just really really stupid. So I don't know. He's frustrating. Uh, the last two games just finished up. I'm literally recording this at about 4:20 on Saturday. Uh, if you guys hear in my voice, I was at like a metal show last night, so voice won't always be this raspy and beat up, but you know, I'm here. Uh, we've got Giant X minus 104 against BDS minus 116. Uh, no play on the side. And as a matter of fact, I'm really just going to shortcut this, this entire show. I'm not playing any sides like money lines tomorrow. I'm going to, I'm going to go over each of these, but bigger picture, 
you know, I kind of had a, an idea in my head that with less tank supports being played and more enchanters being played that we've had, that we would have lower kill totals. Now, last year in Europe, there was like a kind of a mix of both, but on this patch, it was not a hundred percent sure, but it was pretty, it was pretty sure that we were going to get, um, a lot of enchanters. And when you get enchanters, you get a lot less fighting. It's not like less fighting necessarily, but there's less kills when the fights happen most of the time. Like the only real like tank support that we saw today was Bard. Uh, or not Bard, um, Blitzcrank, sorry. And he's not even really like that. He's just a volatility machine. Now, it's weird. The, the bottom lane is, with the new changes to the map, the bottom lane is going to be a lot more action-packed. But... Because there's a lot of enchanters and stuff, there's just going to be less less kills. Now, I don't normally like to react to a single day of games and use that as like a confirmation bias to the opinion that I had. But as I mentioned yesterday, one of the things... I have some ideas about where the game is going to go macro-wise. And I'm just kind of waiting to see how teams interpret it. And if the teams interpret it the way that I thought they were going to, now that I know that that's it seems like that's what they're going to be doing. Uh, I'm going to be blanket playing kill total unders tomorrow. Uh, I've actually already played a bunch of these. But we have... Um, I mean, I'll just read them off as I go, and then I'll recap it at the end. But um, I don't really have any thoughts on sides in this game, in these games, but we'll go over each one anyway. So back to it. Giant X minus 104 BDS uh, minus 116. I played the under 27 and a half kills here. Uh, Giant X looked pretty sharp. BDS was looking really, really good before they kind of threw that game away. I think there's a reasonable case for... If, if, if there was one play to make tomorrow, I actually think I'd probably play BDS, minus 116. Of all the sides on the board tomorrow, that's the one that, if you made me play something, that's probably what I would play. But, again... I'm going to let my models do the work on, on sides for the time being. Like You can do a lot of qualitative stuff, and if I see anything that I'm picking up on, that's one thing. But after one day of games, it's tough to really digest like team quality. It's more a matter of... like You can look at like macro trends for like how games are going, but it's tough to derive from one day of games like how good or bad a team is. So, yeah, no play on the side in this, but I would lean BDS. Next up, we got Mad Lions, plus 113 against SK Gaming, minus 137. Lean SK Gaming here. Um, the addition of Niski seems to be doing a lot of good things for this team. I like that... Where was that? I lost my... There we go, sorry. Yeah, the the addition of Niski has been good so far. Like I, We kind of had this speculation yesterday and in the Outrights article that any team that he's on... He's just he's a really good experienced player. He does everything. He's continued to improve as a player and he's a great in-game leader. So, I think SK is probably going to be a little bit better than people think and if Doss is going to be able to play Bard like he did yesterday. I mean, it was a great pick specifically in that matchup. But um if you, if they're going to be able to do stuff like that, then I think they're going to be in really really good shape. Uh I don't know if they're going to be an elite team, but they're probably going to be better than people expect. I would lean SK. I played the under 26 and a half kills in this game. Two sort of young teams. This could end up being... This is probably... If I had to like rank 
the ones that I think might not go under kills tomorrow, it's that one and the uh, G2 Carmine Corp one, but we'll talk about that in a second. Well, I guess we'll just skip right to it right now. Yeah, I played Mad Lions SK under 26.5 kills. G2 Esports minus 267 against Carmine Corp plus 212. Carmine Corp looked pretty good today, but Fnatic just kind of outscaled them. And, uh, I don't know, that game could have gone either way. And I'm not deriving too much from either side of it. I played the under 28.5 kills in this one. I... <laughs> if if any of them are, are going to fail, it's these two. Because G2, I have a feeling like G2 might see Carmine Corp as like the new threat. And Carmine Corp probably marked this off on their calendar and was prepping specific stuff for this just because it's G2 and they're the team to beat. So I could see G2 being... This this game could get feisty, turn into a circus. Didn't play a side, played the under 28.5 kills. Fnatic minus 213, Vitality plus 172. I played the under 27.5 kills. Again, like I said, blanket under kills tomorrow. Um, no real lean on the side here. We, we saw Vitality today. Um, they still have issues. Daglas had a really, really, really questionable decision. Um, Karzy was doing Karzy things. Hillisang was doing Hillisang things. The, the, the thing with this team, and I mentioned this before, is that like there's just too many volatile players, like in-game volatile players, not personalities, like just in-game volatile players that, and when you have a lot of volatile players that can go very well or very poorly. And I have a feeling that this team is going to be a lot like that, where it's just feast or famine. They're going to look brilliant sometimes, and they're going to look awful other times. So that might just be how it is with this team. We'll see. Lastly, yeah, no no play in this one. I would lean Fnatic or Fnatic kill spread if I had to play something, like minus 5.5 or 6.5, something like that, whatever. I think, I don't know what the spread is on that. It's probably like 5.5. No play on the side or anything else, though. Last game for tomorrow is going to be Rogue plus 107 against Heretics minus 130. Uh, this move, this market is moving around a little bit as we speak. It's like 428 Eastern. Um, Heretics just got smashed. So I think there's some people looking to fade them tomorrow. I wouldn't overreact to the first day. Rogue didn't look particularly good today either. Again, it's one day of games. We don't really know much about these teams other than the players and the coaches and stuff. I'm not going to try to speculate on on a lot of sides unless I have a pretty strong feeling it's like an off number because we have all season to collect data and find out who these teams really are and then we'll figure it out by then. For now, I'd rather play like a more macro approach like um, identifying something like the enchanters being played and the kill totals going under because these totals are high if that's just what it's going to be. And uh, I'll make teams prove it if they're going to play tanks or anything else. So just to recap... I played the under kill total unders in all five games tomorrow in the uh, Sunday Sunday slate for the LEC. It's going to be uh, Giant X and BDS under 27.5. These are all at minus 120, by the way, just for the time being, because that was the line I found. I'm waiting for Pinnacle to put theirs back up. Um, I played Giant, Giant X BDS under 27.5, Mad SK under 26.5, G2 Carmine Corp under 28.5, Fnatic Vitality under 27.5, and Rogue Heretics under 27 and a half. And that's going to be it for this one. I will see you guys tomorrow.